Allah, in whose name I begin, the most compassionate, the most merciful. All praise and thanks is for Allah, Rabbul Izzah, the Lord of the worlds, the manifest, the merciful, the master of the day of judgment, and He alone we worship, and He alone we ask for help. And we send peace and blessings and salutations upon His beloved Prophet, Muhammad Mustafa, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He tells us in a very famous ayat, and everyone knows this ayat, O you who believe, prescribed is for you is the fast, as it was prescribed for those before you, so that you may deserve God's protection against the temptations of the carnal soul and attain piety. Our beloved Nabi Ikram sallallahu alayhi wasallam, he tells us in a very, very beautiful hadith and a very famous hadith, Islam is built upon five, to worship Allah and to disbelieve in what is worshipped besides Allah, to establish the prayer, to give the zakat, to perform the pilgrimage to the holy house and to fast in the blessed month of Ramadan. Today, respected and honorable assembly, today we're going to talk just a little bit about the preparation for Ramadan. And Ramadan is right under our nose, it's right at our doorstep. When the month of Rajab comes, we make a very special dua. Allahumma barik lana fi rajab wa sha'abad wa balikna Ramadan. O Allah, bless us in our sha'ab, in our rajab, and bless us in our sha'aban, and cause us to reach the blessed month of Ramadan. Why are we asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to allow us to, to reach the month of Ramadan? White in Rajab. One of the fawa'id is 
We have to prepare for Ramadan from the month of Rajab. Prepare yourself 60 days before Ramadan, or at least 60 days before the blessed month of Ramadan. How many of us waste time in this blessed month of Ramadan? We as human beings, we are very delusional. Every year we go through the same motions, every year, every year. We make the same promises to ourselves. Next year, we're going to do better. Next year comes and we are the same way. No change. We didn't do better at all. Nothing has changed. Year after year, we love to say, next year, inshallah. But you know, when we say inshallah, it means, amongst the, amongst the Indopak community, inshallah means no. And for some reason, the Trinidadians are coming like that. Similarly, like it is that for ourselves. When we want to change ourselves, we say inshallah. And we don't change anything. Let's check ourselves from last Ramadan to this Ramadan. What we do to fulfill, what we do in Ramadan, all we do is fulfill the farm. Simply leaving out, eating and drinking and marital relations. From sunrise to sunset. This is what is expected from us. And if we feel a little more pious, a little more religious, you know what we just do? We just do a little sunnah. Like the Tarawi Salat in the night. But let us look amongst these people. How many people who are fasting, how much of them read in Tarawi? And every year we hear the same excuse. Boy, I'm tired, boy. I can't make. Same excuse year after year. We get same excuse. And you know why the reason for this? Is because we are doing things in the day that affects us during the night. Similarly, we do things in the night that affect us during the day. It's very important to change that. And with Ramadan, we get so much blessings. And today, the main little feature of the talk is we're going to talk about a few of the virtues of fasting and a few things which can keep our fast at a very high quality. And we're going to talk about just three benefits of fasting. Number one, fasting raises one in rank. Our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he has said, whenever Ramadan enters, the gates of paradise are open, and the gates of the hellfire are closed, and the devils are chained. So let us ask ourselves something with these following phrases. The gates of paradise are open. But why are these gates of paradise open? Why is it open? Can anyone tell me? It is open due to the increase of good deeds which result in opening the gates of paradise. The gates of the hellfire are closed. Concerning the decrease of unlawful deeds which many Muslims are involved in they are closed in the 
the gates of the hellfire are closed. Because nobody wants to do bad deeds in Ramadan. Everybody wants to please Allah. And the devils, the shayateen, are chained. Meaning that the whispers of the shaitan, they don't really come. Some narrations, some scholars say they are the big shaitan, the massive ones. Not the little puny ones. But when we ask ourselves in this month of Ramadan, why are we still committing evil deeds even when these shayateen are chained up? Why? It is because, and there's a beautiful example for this, is that if you make a cup of coffee or a cup of tea, and you put the sugar, you put milk, and you put the coffee, and you fill it up with hot water, to dissolve the sugar and the coffee, you need to stir the water, right? And when you stir the water, what happens is that the water starts to spin, it starts to dissolve. And when you take out the spoon from the spinning water, it still spins a little bit. Why? It's because we are so accustomed doing wrong things that are lawful deeds outside of Ramadan. We are doing it inside of the blessed month of Ramadan. Which we have to change, inshallah. And may Allah make it easy for us. Another beautiful benefit and blessing for fasting in the month of Ramadan is the expiation of sins. The Prophet has surely said in two blessed hadith Mubarakah, Ramadan to Ramadan are expiations for the sins committed in between the intervals. Provide one shuns away the major sins. So if we all stay away from the major sins we and we only commit minor little 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 popolops we ourselves will get forgiven for the sins which we commit in the blessed month of throughout the year from Ramadan to Ramadan Allah will forgive us and if you want to know some of the major sins there is a very beautiful book uh, by the name of Al-Kaba'ir the major sins which you can download it's on the uh, you can find it on PDF or Google, inshallah. Prophet says in another beautiful hadith, Mubarakah, whoever observes fasting during the month of Ramadan, out of sincere faith, and let's understand the hadith, the wording of the hadith is sincere faith, and hoping to attain Allah's reward, that all his past sins will be forgiven. Well, let's understand something. What are we fasting for? Are we fasting to lose weight? Or are we fasting to show off? And it's very, very important to understand that your basis of deeds, the basis of deeds are according to your intention. And I don't have to say the hadith. We know the hadith. In Ayat actions are based on their intentions. So if you have good intentions, beautiful intentions, sound intentions, Allah so you will get the blessings for your intention. But if you have ugly intentions, unsound intentions, you're not going to get anything out of it. And it's very important to do that. Let us try our best to purify our intentions 
in this blessed month of Ramadan and it is very important for us to do so insha'Allah another beautiful blessing of fasting is that it helps break desires that inclination to do evil as for breaking desires hunger and thirst break desires break the desires for unlawful deeds the Prophet وسلم, he says whoever amongst you can afford to get married let him do so and whoever cannot afford it should fast for it will be a restraint for him so that the Prophet says in another beautiful hadith the shaitan circulates in the human body as blood does so narrow it by fasting or narrow it by the way of being hungry meaning that when you're hungry you don't really think about doing anything evil you study in your belly you're hungry you can't make it's very important it takes away that evil inclination because when you're hungry and you're fasting you're looking for something to eat and something to drink you guys study the something to you ain't going to study to trouble anybody. And you ain't going to be mufti on Facebook and be dropping Dalil like crazy. All these things are very important. And these are just some of the blessings that we get when we fast in the month of Ramadan. There are many more. Many, many, many more. But now we're going to talk about some things which if we do in the month of Ramadan, it breaks the quality of our Ramadan or it takes away from the quality of our fast. And let's look what Imam Ghazali tells us. How we affect the fast. And all the reference of this will be in Ilal Muddin, Imam Ghazali's masterpiece, which, you know, it's very expensive to buy. So, you know, we will we, we have customer PDF now. <laughs> Number one, protect the eyes. We know when we are fasting, we are not supposed to watch anything haram. But what is haram? There are many things that are haram. It's just became normal to us and to our eyes and to our ears and to our tongues. For example, looking at a woman whose hair is exposed. We grew up in Trinidad and Tobago. We accustomed seeing people without hijab. And we just use the hijab for, as, as an example. We could go higher. But let's skip us this one. In Ramadan, we saw a custom seeing woman without hijab. In Ramadan, now we look. We are custom looking at women who, wear, who don't wear hijab. And women are not supposed to be looking at men, and men are not supposed to be looking at women with lust in their eyes. And in Ramadan, we look at it and it takes us away for a few seconds. And this affects the fast. But you go say Imam Sab, Omolana Sab, Omufti Sab. I didn't eat and drink, you know. Yes, you didn't eat and drink, brother. But that action, that few seconds, took away some of the beautiful quality which your fast had. Imam Ghazal, and it's very important, it's, it's important to protect our eyes. It's very important. 
And that's just one little example. So careful on what you see in this month of Ramadan. Try to keep your eyes on what is halal. Read Quran. Watch Jamir. Do something like that, inshallah. Subhanallah. Jamir is right here. Another thing Imam Ghazali talks about is the tongue. And he says, keep the tongue away from nonsense. Telling lies. Backbiting. Tail-bearing. Speaking with obscene, foul language. Many times, you would hear it. People will call you. Maulana, Imam Sab, Mufti Sab, I'm no Kosova man on the road, they my fast break. I can eat now? No, brother. You're fast and break. But the quality which your fast had just dropped. So now you don't have a good quality of fast anymore. And he said, rather imposing silence upon the tongue. Use it to recite the words of Allah, recite the Holy Quran, recite the praises of Allah. Do dhikrullah. In Ramadan, we must take time to make the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is better to read Quran and dhikr than to waste time by all talking. And you know talk does break talk. Meaning that we all know the three steps of getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. True dhikr, Islam is based upon five. And to get close to Allah, there are three pillars according to our shape. He tells us, Astighfar, to purify yourself. Get rid of the sins which you have in your body and in your evil deeds. Get rid of those sins. Purify yourself. Then, you would send Darud Salatu Salams upon his beloved Prophet Muhammad Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam which allows you to hold the hand of Rasul Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and we all know the immense blessing of sending Darud upon our beloved Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and then we recite La ilaha illallah tahleel there is no God but Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and by reciting this it is as though the Prophet will hold your hand and carry you to Allah Bring you close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's important. So let's not waste our time in the blessed month of Ramadan. Some of us, you know, we, we just watch movies and series and things to pass the time. And I don't know, but fellas just feel like, you know, you're watching Osman and all these Islamic shows and saying, yeah boy, you're right, you're learning, you know, you're doing something righteous. Yes, they yeah, because them fellas praying and they were jihad and all kind of thing. Don't fool yourself, brother. That is just wasting time. Don't fool yourself. But you gotta be doing it as well. And he says, Imam Ghazali, he says something very important. And we will end on this note, inshallah. What about those when they eat iftar? The food is so much. The plates more also. But the food is so much. What happens to them, they cannot function in the night. And the mind thinks about other things than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because the belly is full. Now we do not have to study about where to get something to eat or where to get something to drink. 
Now, you, you buy the desires now. You want it now. Enough see now. You eat, your belly full. And when you don't eat, you can't move. And we say, you know what we go to buy? We go, he never ate tonight. I ate rakats tonight. This has an effect on you. And what about those who fast all day and break the fast with what is haram? Subhanallah. And it is important for us in this best month of Ramadan to try to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every way possible. And try to keep our fast in such a quality which is very high and beautiful and sweet smelling and loving and kind and with plenty more. So may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us. May Allah have mercy upon us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us and help us and make this month of Ramadan special and important and beautiful for us insha'Allah and help us to make the most in this best of Ramadan. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.